So hey everyone, uh, welcome to Afterthoughts. I've got James right across from me, and I'm going to be asking him some questions. Hey everybody. Uh, we are going to be talking about episode one, and I wanted to kind of clarify some questions around ADHD with you, James, because there's a lot of myths, and there's a lot of ideas that have kind of gotten construed by the media um, and just kind of word of mouth of what ADHD is and what the implications of it are. So my first question is exactly that. What is ADHD and why why does it seem so widespread? Is it really that widespread? Um, but, but first, like, what is it? What actually is it? Um, so ADHD is a neurological condition of having difficulty staying focused and concentrated on what you need to and being easily distracted from this. Those diagnosed also have long-term problems with evaluating, planning, prioritizing in a way that's really consistent and organized. Hmm. Um, you know, it's interesting because hypermedia uh, would have us believe that 15, 20% of the people have ADHD. What, what do you mean by hypermedia? Uh, you know, the popular media. When, when okay. you see articles in, in the newspaper kind that talk culture. about ADHD, they yeah. all say, oh... 15 to 20% of the population must have it. Yeah. And it um, kind of seems that way from how, how much it's talked about. Well, exactly. But yeah. the reality is it's only about 3 to 5% of the world's mm. population has the diagnosis. Now, um, it's interesting. So why would the hypermedia think everyone has ADD, yeah, right? Right. Um, it's really because the fast pace of technology, you know, changing so quickly. There's too much information coming at us. And there's such a high level of stress in today's world, it's causing a lot of people to have problems with attention. They don't, but they don't have the diagnosis of ADHD. Okay. Yeah. So ADHD is more, it it's much more clinical than it is just not being able to focus or well, not being able to. You could say clinical. It's it's developmental. I mean, okay. it's, it, it's it's something you born with. It's a way that you see. Yeah. Uh, it's a way that you see and work and act in the world. It's the way that your brain works. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, so that kind of leads me to another question of how can you define the differences between ADHD and a normal person? What are the differences between ADHD and a normal person? Because it seems that seems pretty hard to differentiate, especially when you're just talking about something like I can't focus or I'm, you know, I, I'm hyperactive or I'm something like that. How can you differentiate whether it's actually ADHD or whether it's just something like being really stressed? Yeah, again, that's a great question because that's where the media and a lot of folks uh, believe that because everybody's having problems paying attention, everyone has ADHD. Yeah, and that's right. just not true. So, you know, it's like someone with high stress, uh, they may be having a hard time focusing or concentrating. Uh, but they won't have uh, this problem once the stress goes away. It won't like persist right. throughout their but life. But people yeah. with ADHD, once their stress goes away, mm -hmm. they still have a problem with focus and concentrating. Gotcha. Um, someone under high stress will they'll generally do something to get away from the stress, okay, and do something about it to make it better. Whereas people with ADHD seem to gravitate toward that stress mm. and they don't evaluate how to get away from it. And it just keeps multiplying. Why do they seem to gravitate towards that? Because that seems kind of like illogical, right? You would 
think people would try and get away from that almost. Well, you do, but if you think about not being able to focus and concentrate easily mm. or getting distracted, that causes stress. Yeah. But that's what's yeah, happening so to me, and I can't stop it. Right. So that gravitation is it's like, like a this, perpetual cycle. That right. Just kind it's of this natural itself. kind of pull. Gotcha. Exactly. Gotcha. That makes a lot of sense. Um, but, you know, it's interesting you bring up the stress piece because, you know, that eventually leads to what I call the emotional distress syndrome of ADHD okay. that I write about in my book, Focus Forward. Um, it's all about the mental and emotional stress that surrounds ADHD and what to do about it. But stress is the major, major factor yeah. for people with ADD. Um, so there's a lot of potential issues that all of these things could could present. So something like uh, misevaluating constantly or being hyperactive or impulsive, all the things that you mentioned, that can lead to a lot of different problems. And I know that there's a lot of different problems associated with ADHD um, what are some of those common common issues, and are there strategies to deal with that? Are there things that you've found to be effective? Um, and if so, what are those? Yeah, I think the um, there are a lot of common problems for, pe- for people diagnosed with ADHD. Uh, let's take like they have a really difficult time keeping up with routine tasks on a mm-hmm. daily basis because they get distracted from them. Yeah. Okay? And so it's uh, – or they forget to do them – they do not plan well. They never seem to get these routine tasks done consistently. And mm-hmm. so be, if you think about it, though, it's a really simple strategy for that that I've used with clients for years is something I called uh, personalizing strategies. You okay. know, personalizing strategies isn't something you're going to read in an organizational book or someone telling you how to do it. Yeah. And like in my book, Focus Forward, uh, I use an example of someone keeping their keys in a bowl on the stove. And someone goes, mm-hmm. why the stove? Because you eat breakfast every morning and you see the keys on the stove. Huh. So you always know where your keys are before you leave. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, a pretty good one. It's a great that's one. It's really good. And it's a, it was a, that's a true story. So, so uh, these personalized strategies... I mean, they're exactly exactly that. It's personalizing to the individual. Are Correct. You, you're you're working directly with them to create that strategy, or are you kind of create? Yes. Yeah. How? No, I'm working directly with them because one of the another big issue is that uh, a lot of people will say, "I have to figure it out for you," or "Try this. Right. This is the best thing." That's the yeah. worst thing to do for somebody with ADHD. You yeah. have to work with them gotcha. and say, "Okay, where would you remember your keys?" Yeah. And they go, "Oh, I put them on the middle of the stove," and I'm like. That's unusual, but it's great. It yeah, works really well it for works. them. Right. Exactly. Okay. So so you really kind of want to get out of that idea of these cookie cutter like organizational yep. systems or like yep. strategies to do this stuff and they just, just don't work. And just figure it out for what works for you in your life. And I'm telling you, I think it's a ninety five to hundred percent fail rate on this cookie cutter ones. Really? Don't get me yeah. started on that. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we won't go down that path. Okay. Uh, but another thing that people, you talked about kind of common problems. Mm-hmm. This is another interesting one. People with ADHD have sleep problems many times. Oh, yeah. We kind um, of saw that with Amanda in this past episode. Exactly. But that kind exactly. of, that arises from multiple issues. Like we saw Bernard not evaluating when he should play. Right. And who could be sleeping, who could be doing right. what. Right, right. Um, but it, so is there anything other than that? Well, here's the interruption. Sl- yeah, so here's the sleep piece. That's always it's so important for me to tell people this that people either don't know or don't think about 
it takes focus and concentration to go to sleep. So for oh. people with ADHD, mm. they think about or they're lying down starting to go to sleep mm. and they can't focus on it just like they had a hard time during the day. So they yeah. start thinking about all these other things and their mind begins to race or ruminate on things and they have a hard time going to sleep. Mm. And so many people miss that on the aspect of ADHD and why we have uh, why, why there are sleep problems. Yeah. Um, but here's something really interesting about sleep. Okay. So here's a quick strategy, which is a fun one. I tell people to use some type of a guided relaxation tape or is this meditation. to fall asleep? To fall asleep. Yeah. So it kind of gives you a framework yeah. to walk on to go to sleep. To like relax your body and right. relax your mind. Right. But it gives it. you okay. a focusing point yeah. to go to sleep. And I, I help people create what's called an emotional safe place, which mm. is this mental place in their mind where they can feel relaxed and calm. Funny, funny backstory. I myself and many of my clients have sleep environments in um. our safe place. <laughs> so we go to sleep in our sleep environments <laughs> in our head to go to sleep in our bed. <laughs> it uh, works. Yeah, I, yeah, that's, <laughs> wow, that's incredible. <laughs> it's kind of going to sleep to go to sleep. Yeah, um, I, but it, it gives your mind uh, something to think about and something to exactly, do. Exactly. Wow. Okay. Exactly. Well, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we will see you next time. And hear you next time. And hear, mostly hear you next time. Mostly yeah. hear you. That's right. <laughs> All right. All right.